Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. And welcome back to another episode of Asian Not Asian Podcast, a podcast where two Asian guys not from Asia talk about American issues no American cares about. I'm your host, Fumi Abe. And I'm Mike Nguyen. Today is Saturday, November 20th. We hope this uh, podcast finds you fully naked with just a condom on. Uh, over to you, Mike. <laughs> if you're um, listening to us with your condom on, uh, please, uh, and if you're listening to us on the podcast app, please leave us a review. Uh, leave us five stars. We love having that. We're trying to get to a thousand reviews. If you're on YouTube, hit subscribe, hit like, and leave a comment. We want to know what brand of condom you like. Okay, mm-hmm, I'm a classic mm-hmm. guy. Okay, I like yeah. um, I like uh, 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 a fucking a, a good old Acme one, Acme condoms. Ac- Acme? That's Acme. like me. Yeah. That's the shit that they give you at college campuses, I feel like. Bro, that's, that's the shit free. that they got, you know, the Roadrunner got, you know? So that's the kind I like. And if you're uh, checking us out on Spotify, hit subscribe so you can always get the latest episodes. It's going to be a lot yes. of fun. Also, if you're listening to it on YouTube, please don't abandon your audio platforms because that's how we mainly make money. So do both. <laughs> do subscribe, both. Subscribe, but also hit both. download us Ba-bam. on your phone. The, the phone thing is a little bit more important. Um, before we start the show, we always give a shout out to our newest Patreon subscribers. What is Patreon? It is the best way to support this podcast. We're a completely independent operation. We're not with any network. So we need money to pay for our producers, editors, um, all that good stuff, especially now that Mike and I are on different coasts. So if you like what you've been hearing... Um, please consider going to patreon.com slash Asian Not Asian Pod and give us your money. And in exchange, we give you um, bonus episodes. We slide into your DMs. And most importantly, uh, we give you a shout out on this podcast by yep. guessing what ethnicity you are based on your last name. Also, a quick note, um, we are getting a lot. So just we do like three or four at a time. Uh, you know, if you're like, hey, I donated like three weeks ago. Where's my name at? Uh, we'll get you within the month, okay? So just just chill out, all right? Just be just cool. Chill out. Just be cool. Just be cool, man. It's really not a big deal, all right? <laughs> uh, so here, here we go. Um, our newest subscribers for this week. First person. This is a good mix. Is, we gotta do the mix. Um, here we go. Atina Chaikitham. A T I N A C H A I K I T H O R N. Oh, I'm sorry. Chaiky Chaiky Thorn. Chaiky Thorn. Yeah, this person's Thai as shit. Ooh. This person. Oh, this, this is. You think this is Thai? Are you goddamn kidding me, dude? You put a word. Atina? I've never met an Atina before. Okay, first of all, okay, you're right. You're right about Atina. Atina sounds like a cyborg name. Okay, like Atina Battle Angel Atina, right? But yeah. Chikathorn, any thorn in there, that's like a Thai name. I mean, I bet you this is even the short Thai name. There's, it probably goes say. on. For like I didn't think it was long letters. enough for Thai. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, this you is, think this is the bri- abridged version? Yeah, this is like this is like the uh, you know um, you know L- Little Wayne. You know the shortened yeah. street version. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Of yeah. Of uh, of the Thai name. So Thai right. shit and also Little Wayne. So there you're you go. Thai Asian. I love that. I yeah. I love that Thai people's last name. It's kind of like the you know that new Taylor Swift song that came out. It's like ten minutes long, but it took her like ten years. <laughs> you know, it took her like ten years to release it because people weren't ready. It's like that. They you weren't know? ready. Like, you're not ready for not, the full name. We don't get the Thai version. You until get the like, first. I don't know. Twenty three syllables. <laughs> you get when you're ready, the other twelve will come out. Okay. Yeah. Love it. Uh, next, you have Patrick Wen. W E N. Patrick Wen. I think that's Chinese. I think that's Chinese. This is a good old yeah, Chinese. Good old Roland Chinese Heights Chinese dude. You know, shouts oh, yeah. to Roland Heights. Next, we have V, just V, V, 
dot last name is chow c-h-a-u v chow that's a that's kind of like a cool pop pop singer name you know i'm getting yeah i'm getting like taiwanese pop star yeah hong kong hong kong like you know hk pop you know going on v chow that's cool i got the cd i got the cd yeah 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 yeah. thank you so much for uh donating and tell your record label we said hi uh and last but not least we have is this tammy i think it's tammy I think T-A-M-I-E it's T-A-M-I-E Shu H-S-U Tammy Tammy Shu Tammy. So Shu's Chinese Shu's Chinese But Tam Tammy Tammy Oh Is this Fucking Maybe a Japanese name Like Tamie Word? Damn You make everything because Japanese my, Don't you? Well cause <laughs> Just cause it's like the, the pattern you know Yo I the, get you Well my grandpa's name Was Tamiya so maybe Tamie, maybe a girl's name, maybe, maybe. half half Taiwanese, half or half Chinese, half Japanese, maybe, maybe. Okay, you got that hypothesis. I'm gonna go Tammy. This is a good old, this is a good old Midwestern, good-hearted Christian Chinese woman living in Wisconsin. Okay, Tammy, good mm-hmm. old Tammy. Tammy. But she spelled it good a little old quirky. Tammy. Good old Tammy. All right, get some, go get some donuts and and chill. You know, go get some fried curd. We love that about Wisconsin. Love it. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much for donating. And if you want to get in this game, please go to patreon.com slash Asian that Asian pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we bring our guest on, we always like to start this podcast by asking each other what kind of Asian we were this week to figure out what it means to be Asian American. So, Mike, what kind of Asian were you this week? I was a uh, crime victim Asian. Okay. This happened. I, I was, uh, for people who know, I was um, visiting my relatives in Los Angeles last week. My mom and uh, my aunt, I was, we were staying at my aunt's house. And my aunt is, you know, she does well. And she lives uh, in a very nice part of Los Angeles. And um, I was there for three days. I was there, well, no, like four days. I got there like on, you know, Thursday and I left on Sunday. And over, the, over those four days in Southern California, my mom was a victim of crime twice. Whoa. Twice. In that neighborhood, in that nice neighborhood. So, not in, so, the, so first on Friday, she went to go get me some pho. She went to pho 79. It's yeah. like won a James Beard Award. It's the best pho. I mean, yeah. it's a really good. It's really good. And yeah. so she was in that. She was in the parking lot with my aunt, and um, man has a nice car, and uh, they had their purses in the front seat, and my mom is like loading the car with pho for for her baby boy. That's me, and loading the car with pho, like in the in the trunk? to go to go right to go pho to go right. She she was okay. loading up the car with like pho, and my yeah. my aunt is in the driver's seat, and they notice there's these other guys who are parked right next to them. In her description, they looked kind of scary. That's what she described them as. She said they looked okay. kind of scary. They were like young guys. And she was like, what's going on here? But whatever. She's loading the fuck up. And my aunt notices she needs some help. So she gets out of the car. As soon as my aunt gets out of the car, the car, uh, the, the, the scary guy car peels out and drives uh-huh. off. And they're like, whoa, what was that? And then right away, they realized they had taken the purses that were sitting in the driver in the passenger seat. So With the windows they, down? So we're not sure. They, they, they can't remember if they had the windows down or maybe they just opened the door and took it. But they took both of the purses from uh, my aunt and my mom. And so, you know, that was a fucking... That sucked, you know. But, you know, they were okay. Physically, they were okay. But it's fine, yeah. whatever. Then, Sunday, okay, we bar... We, we, my mom has a car. It's an old Accord. And I was driving it over the weekend. I park it in this nice neighborhood in Los Angeles. I park it and we're all going to go to dim sum. So I'm like loading up the car. We love loading cars. And so we're loading up the car again with more stuff. 
and we're going to get a dim sum. I turn on the car. It's loud as fuck. So loud. I thought that the engine was going to explode on me. Uh-huh. And I'm like, mom, something wrong with the engine. And we realize that someone had stolen the catalytic converter out of the car. So the catalytic converter is a bunch of like rare earth metals. It runs from the, there's like a pipe that runs underneath the car and it, it turns like, you know, some nauseous gases into something inert and it's part of the exhaust. So, and the way to steal it is you undo these two bolts and you, and you pipe, you cut the pipe and you can take that. And people do this in Los Angeles. I don't know what it is for some reason. Normally this is like not worth stealing. The, the rare earth metals that are in there are like worth $10. But I think you can sell the whole unit for like thousands of dollars. Okay, this, the catalytic converter costs more than the entire car itself. So they stole this thing in front, from in front of my, my, uh, my, uh, my aunt's house. And, and, and this is the craziest part. They called the cops. And because it's a nice neighborhood, the cops not only showed up, they solved the crime. I didn't know wow. cops could do that. That never happens. That never happens. Co- cops don't solve crimes. No, no, no. Usually you you give a report to a cop and you're just telling them a fun story. Okay? Yeah, that's it's not like a, it's, it's like a, exactly. It's yeah, just yeah, a yeah. fun story for them. They go, yeah. oh, "Okay, well, you have a nice day, ma'am." Yeah, and, they and, they, leave. and they write it in their like little notepad that's this thick. Of, there's nothing on <laughs> there's there. There's nothing on there. Know? It's just, it's just a bunch of Pokémon on. cards. And yeah. and uh but no, they solved it. They caught these guys. Apparently they had caught them the night before. They were going around stealing uh catalytic converters. Uh, uh-huh. Because like I, I don't know what it is like. There's a certain model of car that they want. They want like Toyotas and stuff. So, or Hondas. And they caught these dudes and they got the catalytic converter back. <gasps> so it's this giant thing. It's like five feet long and it's just like sitting on this like you know my on the dining table. It's just she's, she's like we got it back. Turns out, turns out, all these dudes, all these criminals. <laughs> Vietnamese people, Vietnamese dudes, okay? Damn. I don't know if it's the same guys. We have a theory, a working theory, that it's the, the same pers- guys. The purse people. The purse people, like, maybe they, like, looked at... She remembers the first couple being uh, Vietnamese or Asian. She I, she, I think part. she assumed they were, right, because of where they were and everything like that. And they were afraid because, like, you know, they got, like, IDs and stuff, right, in the purse. And so they're like, yeah. maybe they followed those so back. The address. They yeah, the they, address. maybe they went back to the address, or, like, whatever, and they saw the thing, and they stole some catalytic converters. And so I'm, I, this always goes back to me, you know, like people of color, sometimes our worst enemy is ourselves. Okay. Oh, we yeah. Steal, oh, yeah. We steal from each other. We steal from ourselves. Okay. We're not out there trying to steal from white people. Don't worry. All right. We're going to steal from other Vietnamese people. So it was just like insane. And it just like, it was just crazy. This whole cycle of things, not only that there was crime happening, but that actually the crime got solved. I guess you could call it solving, but like, you know, it is it, this, is this what, like Mad Max world of Los Angeles is this? It was crazy. That was well, my now, story. Well, I'm, now I'm assuming like it's not easy to put that shit back, right? Now your mom has to make an appointment, and like I don't yeah, even know now how she's, she's gonna get the car there. She has yeah. to like, get a towed there or something. So I think in the grand circle of life, right? Vietnamese people stole it. Vietnamese people will fix it, and so she knows a guy, ah, a Vietnamese mechanic. I mean, he's gonna yeah. he's gonna do it, and he's gonna get yeah. paid in persimmons, and it's gonna yeah. be cool, man. Okay, yeah, and it's yeah, gonna be yeah, a yeah. beautiful story. I don't know. She's got to get it, and she's got to like get rid of that car because. <laughs> well, I'm glad your mom's okay. I mean, that that first They're thing okay. is, is is mad scary. That, but yeah. like older Asian women get taken like that happens everywhere, man. I like agree. I remember when I was younger, um, my grandma was like, "This is back in Japan." She was like riding her bike, and then uh, like a student riding his bike the opposite direction, 
he just reached in because she has her yep. like you know in yep. Asia they have like baskets in the yep. front and yep. she yep. put her purse there she just fucking he just took it pushed her bike over and I just kept riding mm. you know yeah I mean it's just like that shit happens all the time you know and there's like Man. you know your mom's not gonna run after these guys you know it's no like, of course it's, not it's sad it's really you're totally sad, right I mean you know yeah. like we, we talk about stop Asian hate we gotta stop Asian self hate that's what we need to do oh there we go right there we go yeah right. Asian on yeah. Asian crime Asian on Asian crime that's dude Asian on Asian not Asian um, Asian crime but also kind of your fault because you wanted that fa you, I, I, you actually did think that maybe <laughs> this is all my fault it this is all my fault because I wanted also, that like pho. I I don't know if I'm stupid I still don't understand what it means to load up a car with pho like it's just it's, it comes in a bag I don't like well, did she get a just like bro an industrial size bro, thing when, of soup when, because my fam because of how my family rolls okay and how it is whenever somebody wants one thing you got to order for yeah. everybody so she had ah, like four orders of pho yes, that's yes, like 18 yeah. gallons of broth you know like yeah, yeah, she's loading yeah. it up and um I will say, uh, totally worth it because that fuck is delicious. That fuck was okay. good. That fuck it was, was good. so fucking yeah. good. You guys gotta yeah. go fuck seventy nine. I'm literally imagining you like, um, <laughs> your mom is telling you this story. Yeah, and I'm and just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Past the past the sriracha. Oh yeah. Oh, it's so sad. So sad. But yeah. totally worth it. Anyways, that God was a victim damn. Asian. How about you? What Ooh. kind of Asian were you this week? Uh, this week I was a, I was a white guy Asian man. I'm always a white guy Asian. <laughs> Some, sometimes sometimes I be white guy Asian. Sometimes, sometimes you, you be. Know? Sometimes you be white guy Asian. It's tough, man. I think I I, I I was a white guy Asian once. I think I talked about this on a podcast. Uh, so like um. What do you mean once? What you, I, what you're, I, you're like whole life is that? What, what do you mean? Well today okay so like something has been happening in my brain where like because okay. of um so like uh, part of my job is to write these like monologue jokes for yeah, uh, yeah. middle of America and monologue sure. jokes are like just by definition it's like a little vanilla you know you can't be too crazy it's, with it's gotta it gotta be accessible um, yeah just 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 by definition it's that right. way it's, gotta, I think it's all, gotta work all, right and um it's really not my style of comedy and i sure. think over the last six months or so like i've trained myself to write better monologue jokes for the american middle american family mm -hmm. and when i when i tap into that ta that energy it's i sometimes i feel like there's another writer inside of my brain i call him jeff myers he's just like a he's just, he, he's just like a white guy from ohio and uh sometimes i write something and i'm like i didn't write that jeff myers wrote that jeff, I, was I, like, <laughs> I was looking at the outline that we had for today and then you had uh you had you had written down jeff myers and i was like oh must be some new comic i've never heard of and i was like looking him up and i was like trying to find no. jeff myers and i was like this is nothing this is leading me to no. a whole bunch of like barbecue you know, blogs yeah, and you, you know <laughs> you know how uh, beyonce has sasha fears i have jeff myers <laughs> <laughs> this guy's got cargo shorts on, man. Hell yeah, Bro. dude. Bro. So I, okay, so I wrote this joke that I was like, it, I didn't even think it was that funny, but like, it, it was, it, it got written up on the New York Times. Oh, shit. And, and, um, this is the joke. And I was so, I mean, it's like the joke is whatever, but I was like, sometimes I feel I'm like, I'm losing myself during the show because, because I'm like writing for like somebody a joke else. That, yeah, Jeff Myers wrote was, it. Yeah. Jeff Myers wrote it, bro. Um, okay, Let's this go. was the joke. This yeah. is the I joke. I want to hear it. Go on here. Go. Hit me. The joke. Okay. The premise is uh, Biden is having a meeting with uh, Justin Trudeau and the president of Mexico. Sure. And he's. This is true. He's he's calling it the Three Amigos Summit. That's okay. that's what he's calling it. Okay, yeah. That's yeah. the premise. And my joke was, which is still better than what Biden wanted to call it originally, which is meeting La Vida Loca. That was oh, the joke. Yep, yep, okay. Yep. Okay. That's got Jeff Myers written that's, all that, over that's it. That's Jeff Myers. That's, that's Jeff Myers. Myers. The classic that's Jeff Myers, Myers bit. Okay. Great. <laughs> that's not a Fumiabe bit. Okay. <laughs> and sometimes I have these moments where I think of these jokes and I'm like, 
You know, last week we were talking about like off-brand jokes, like jokes that you come up with and you're like, oh, I yes, can never say that. that, that never, yeah, that would never, yeah. Yeah, I, I, so like, I just, I've been having these Jeff Myers. sometimes Jeff Myers takes over and it's like a scary thing. This, this, this is also another Jeff Myers joke that came into my head the other day. Somebody was talking about, somebody was asking me what Mangosteen was. You know what Mangosteen is? No, uh, it sounds really familiar. What is that? Man- Mangosteen, it's, it's a Southeast Asian fruit. I okay, yes, 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 Singapore. yes. It's like yes. a cousin of... Yep. And somebody was like, somebody was like, what's Mangosteen? And Jeff Myers in my head was like, Mangosteen is like mango, but it's Jewish. And I was like, nope, <laughs> that's, that's, that's not a food. That's a, Jeff, that's a Jeff Myers joke. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, that's, that's one of Jeff Myers' more edgy yeah. jokes, too. Yeah, you know yeah, 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 he, yeah, he yeah, met, yeah. He yeah, met yeah, a yeah. Jewish fellow once when he went to yeah. Philly. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, they're nice people, you know? So, yeah. yeah but I, but wow. I, get scared, I get scared when Jeff comes out sometimes, you know? Because I, I, I sometimes I feel like I'm, I'm losing myself. I'm losing ever, myself to Jeff. Yo, you, you, ever, you ever watch Venom? You ever watch that movie, that movie Venom? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's terrible. He's got the symbiote. He's got the symbiote. Who's like? Yeah, who's yeah, like yeah. telling him to like eat livers? You're you got Jeff Myers and Jeff Myers is like, yeah. come on, man, come on, yeah. go to go, come on, get get yeah. a Coors Light, get a Coors Light. <laughs> get a Coors Light. Yeah. So, anyways, that, that was uh, I was a white guy Asian this week, and right, I would Jeff. love to ask our guest what kind of Asian he was this week. Uh, our guest this week, we're so excited to have him. Uh, he is an so Emmy award winning writer and comedian. He's cu- currently a writer for uh, Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. He's a, a fellow. Late night Asian, which is why I have my James Corden mug, just to show him what's up. Okay? What's up? Uh, so what's up? This is my turf. This is Bloods versus Crips. Okay, uh, <laughs> but it's late night. He uh, he was actually a fan of us before um, uh, for before we really became anything. He used to write about us oh, on yeah. uh, uh, on Vulture. So we awesome. really have to. He's the best. Uh, please welcome to the show uh, the hilarious Mark Kramer. Mark Kramer. Hey. 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 How are you guys? How, good man. Fucking, yeah, yeah. We're uh, getting victimized, and we're uh, we're become, we're having a good time. Fucking Jeff becoming Jeff, Jeff Myers. Myers. Jeff Myers is here. <laughs> Jeff Myers is here. Shout the out sad, to Jeff Myers. The sad thing is that Jeff Myers is like infinitely more hireable than you, Fumi. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you should send sucks. out. You should have. You should have a Jeff Myers resume. You know that you send yeah, out. Yeah. You know that's good. That's good. I should have a I should have a separate like notepad for Jeff Myers jokes and like we should have a segment on the show called White Guy Jokes and yes. we should just tell <laughs> we should do White Guy Jokes. Yes. Yeah. We'll um, end up renaming the show like Jeff Myers, not Jeff Myers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Mark, well, you heard of what kind of Asians we were this week. What kind of Asian were you this week, Mark? Yeah, I have been a uh, teenager Asian this week. Hey. Um, hell yeah. Uh, I am currently, this is day three of me back on Staten Island at my mom's house. I'm recording from her guest room closet. Uh, wow. I, 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 like, I don't know if you guys feel this way, but like whenever you're back home visiting your parents, like you get in this mode where you're like a kid again, and they treat yep. you yes, like totally. not a 32-year-old yeah. guy that is a professional comedy writer anymore and they just nope. you argue over every little thing again like you when you were yep. kids yep. and uh you let her cook meals for you all the time which is great my mom's great it's just a matter of like <laughs> you know this is this is like back you shrink back to who you were again you are yeah i get it um you uh do, do you still have your bedroom and everything like that is all no set up this, like this is a different house, but I okay. happen to I happen to be in the closet where my mom stuffed all the shit that my brother and I didn't want to get rid of, but she doesn't yep. want in the house. So it's got like all of our baseball jerseys, all of our oh fucking old stuff, our comic books, like everything that that we refuse to throw out, but she wants to get rid of. I, I um, always feel that uh, my mom will 
no matter what the occasion that I came home for, it's like, oh, my, our grandfather just passed away or it's somebody's wedding or whatever. My mom will always stick in what I call the task, something she's saved for me. That's dirty, mm. like a dirty job mm-hmm. that she's like, Mike, I know you're wearing a tuxedo right now for your sister's wedding, but we need to clear out all these leaves now. You know, it's been two years. <laughs> and I'm just like, mom, are you serious? Just pay someone yeah. to do it. I don't want to do it. And she's like, you're here now. Mark, I mean, I'm glad that you're at home. Uh, I assume you're there for, for the holiday. But, uh, you know, you're, tell, tell, your, tell the fans, because we can see where you are. It looks like you're mm-hmm. in some sort of bunker. But you're mm-hmm. uh, at, at your mom's house, and you're in Staten Island, where you grew up. I am in Staten Island, where I grew up. Uh, not my favorite place in the world. Uh, <laughs> do you really do you really mean that? Because I think a lot of people say that about their hometown because it's like racist or problematic. But like, is it a love hate thing, or do you legit, do uh, you legit not like it? I mean, you know, like any hometown, you find the things that you like, which is mostly food here. Right. I mean, right. Yeah. You, you know, there's great Italian food, there's great pizza, and there's great Ralph's. Ralph's Italian ices uh, okay. is the fucking rules, but. You know, everything else I could lose, honestly. <laughs> uh, you need like three things. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're like more cruel than God, you know? It's like, okay, yeah, 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 and yeah. Uh, we'll build an ark and pizza, ice, and nothing else. Everybody else, fuck off, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not the only one. Like, I, I you yeah. know, like, I'm I'm a Filipino Jewish guy from Staten Island. Like, Pete Davidson has once said that, like, he wished Staten Island would, like, uh, wash away in a flood, which, <laughs> you know, did not go over well here. But, uh, you know, it's not people who grew up here. Either they stay here and this is their favorite place in the world and they put up a Blue Lives Matter flag all around the neighborhood. Yep, yep, oh, yep. man. Uh, wow. Yep. Well, just, just so like our fans can get to like know you a little bit. We had Peter Ravello on like a couple months yes. ago and he's a white guy who grew up in Statland. So he gave us a little, you know, background about that. But like, wh- can you just tell us real quick, like, what was it like growing up in, in Statland as like a Filipino Jewish dude? You know? Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, honestly, it, w- it was bad, but like. The Jewish side was like just as bad as the other side. Like, oh, really, <laughs> really. Yeah, like there was like hardcore anti-Semitism here. Fuck. There was one. There was one kid who was like half Italian and half Jewish. And I remember in middle school, like you know, the kids would beat him up and then say, "There's no way you're half Italian, you're half Jewish," because they wouldn't mix the best race with the worst one. Whoa! <laughs> oh, Jesus! My God! <laughs> Brutal! Brutal! Wow! Let's so, get. Let's I get always that forget going. that. Uh, I always forget that Staten Island racism is like the major leagues, and I feel like when I grew up in Ohio, it's like minor leagues. You know what I'm saying? Because that that's straight up like hate crime language. You know, like where yeah. I grew up, they were like, "Your eyes are funny." That's that's some AAA, you know, Columbus Clippers <laughs> kind of shit. You know, this is New York Yankees racism, and uh, that's that's really yeah. intense. And they're they're like, you know, you don't learn that in middle school. Like, there's not a class for that. They're getting it from their parents. Who, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and so yeah, it was a lot of that. Like even and and you know that stuff exists today still. Like I was driving around yesterday, there was like a little table set up where it looks like uh, like in front of a CVS where it looks like where someone would be selling girl Girl Scout cookies. And yeah. and there and I, when we got closer, there was a big sign that said "Let's go Brandon," and they were selling like "Let's go Brandon" flies, uh, flyers Woo! and stuff. Yeah, uh, and it's still happening. But like That's... yeah, growing up, it, it was just you know uh, it was like fully Italian Irish. I would. I would lie and say that I was part Sicilian because Sicilians are dark, are darker. Yeah, there you go, there you go. Uh, and, I, and uh, I think that I think I think that's a good strategy. I, uh, I I would buy that too. You do have, you know, you you know, you, did you grow? How early did you start growing a mustache? Because I feel that also kind of helps. Huh? No, that was just like two years ago. But oh, I did have a haircut. 
I had the Staten Island haircut. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wait, cool. What's the Staten Island haircut? Is that like the Poly D? Like, yes, the Poly D full shaved like, and then gel. Yes. Did you have a good, yeah. like a gold yeah. chain and everything, like to try to uh, blend in or anything like that? It was it was silver, silver. Yes, but okay. at, at the at the place where I got my haircut, also at after six p.m. they would start playing pornos on the on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I just wait. love that. I'm just like it's it's like 5:58 and they're like, guys, <laughs> come on, let's get classy, okay? After and dark. just yeah, yeah, the the crazy anal porn stuff would start. I, wow. I thought that, are, are aren't there? Uh, I heard that there were actually like a decent amount of Asians in Staten Island because like June Chung is from there. Is there not like a Korean population there because of Staten Island Tech and some of the better schools out there? I did go to Staten Island Tech. Uh, oh, there and, we go. Yeah. There we go. Um, and yeah, there were like a fair amount of Asians at Staten Island Tech, but that's because that school like people from all over the island go to that school. But like mm. where I grew up on the South Shore of Staten Island, it's all Italian and Irish. There's that's it. Uh, so like I didn't meet like another Asian person until like high school, pretty much. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Wow, um, wow! 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 I would. Uh, I mean, so I have to. This kind of begs the question. Okay, you're 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 Filipino and Jewish. You're a cute little kid. Okay, yeah, you're, you're real adorable. cute. Yeah, I can't Go believe you're YouTube. You're adorable. Cute. You're adorable. But he's taken, ladies. But down, I, down, <laughs> ladies. But I, I want to say, why did your parents? go there what's good how good are these real estate prices if they're like you know what hate crimes are worth it you know for a three-bedroom are you kidding me i'm in there you know (laughs) yeah that's a good question like i need to ask my mom that like my mom (laughs) my dad lived in brooklyn and my mom who you know came here as a nurse in like 86 or something and they they met and then they had like got pregnant with me and then moved to staten island i think maybe just like you know we don't want to raise a kid as, in a, as a as a crazy social experiment of just like let's try to raise the <laughs> toughest kid in the world like what <laughs> well you know I, I don't think that like like mixed race parents like especially in the 80s like we're not mm. prepared for any of yes. this you know yes. Ooh, yes. Like, yes. there's yes. there was no like guide to like how to how to talk about this with your kids and i did Word. not get that i definitely did not get that talk like and I think that's like what I've been unpacking as an adult is like, okay, yeah, when I have kids, like we got to figure this out because, <laughs> you know, like they, it was just like such shame and like lying and everything and like trying to like manage how I'm presenting myself to different yes. people because like of where I grew up. And, and and I'm sure like Fumi, you grew up in like a white neighborhood too, right? So like I'm sure to some extent you were trying to like code switch. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you know, it's the reason why I played lacrosse and, you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, was, I mean, why? I'm, I'm I'm 120 pounds. Why would I play lacrosse? Lacrosse, other than lacrosse to, is the you know. equivalent. It's that's the Ohio equivalent of saying you're Sicilian. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, don't worry. I'm from uh, hey, from that family. You know, where I play lacrosse. Okay, that was okay. That was weird. Okay, um, you, you, you. I think you said in a podcast or maybe like an interview or something that you feel more culturally Italian because of where you grew up. But is that something that you're trying to sort of analyze and not embrace as much that now that you're in your 30s and you're trying to like, you know, because I feel. A lot of people who grew up in that kind of environment, like we come out as Asian in our 30s, you know what I mean? And um, do, do you still feel that way about being more culturally Italian? Oh, than, no, I, I do yeah. not feel that way. I think I, I like to say that I, I became Italian through osmosis just from like absorbing <laughs> it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, like, yeah, I think, you know, like going down that route and just like being friends with white people and all that shit like led me to like bad depression and like all that shit wow. that comes with like suppressing your identity. And and similar to you, Fumi, like I studied accounting and finance and like worked at a big four accounting firm after college. Did you? Ooh, which one? Which, which one? one? Which one? Uh, KPMG, baby. Hey! Whoa, yeah! <laughs> 
that's the one. And that's, that's the magic the word for today. <laughs> <laughs> All this confetti comes down. You guys can't see it, yeah. but there's all this confetti in Mark's uh, closet been, now. We've been waiting to get a KPMG guy on this podcast. Oh my podcast gosh, I didn't know. Years. Yeah, wow. Years. Okay. Yeah. First of all, how do I get a job there? That's the first thing. Okay. And then, no. Okay. I mean, so that's interesting. I mean, did you feel like so you know you you got this you know you're 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 trying to assimilate into this italian culture but you still got i it sounds like you know a little bit of that you know asian immigrant i gotta go get a good old cpa type of job you have a cpa right uh i did i passed all four parts and then i i did not send in the paperwork because i was like i don't want to do this with my life if i send in the paperwork then i'll have to like do it yeah so i I just (gasps) i I just never sent in the paperwork and i never told my parents i did that either oh shit (laughs) oh shit well it's not too late okay you still have the paperwork we still have it so you can send it um so, you know, <laughs> my tell mom me will then. encourage me, even though I have an Emmy, my mom will tell me to go apply to CPA jobs when I am unemployed next, whenever that is. <laughs> yeah, no, we're going to we're going to get definitely to the uh, the fact that the CPA is far more valuable in the, in the mind of an Asian parent than it. And it's true. <laughs> an Emmy. Come on. You can't we sell that on eBay. You know, come on. Um, you know, so I, I mean, I, I want to talk about, uh, you know, how'd you get into doing, you know, comedy? Now you're a comedy writer. You used to write for Vulture. It sounds like you were doing this but like what's the type sort of timeline were you working and doing actuary tables in the day and then also writing comedy at night because you know sort of what was that process yeah Yeah. it's kind of sweet i I was doing i was doing just the kpmg thing and like you know as you like the hours are insane and like you don't have time to do anything else besides go to happy hour later and and complain about the job that's what everybody does there that's the cycle of depression and alcoholism so uh you know and and so i was doing that and 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 actually what like the last straw for that for me was like we i got put on this project where um it was like a it was after the financial crisis and it was this company that was supposed to be paying us that got government money that was supposed to be paying us to like double check that they didn't give out bad mortgages so like sure. you know the stuff from the big short yeah yeah, to yeah. Like, yeah so but they so they were paying a team of 20 people uh to do absolutely nothing they had no work for us so oh, wow. we sat in a basement for eight to nine months uh just we fucking my friend watched all breaking bad at his desk <laughs> oh, oh my god. god we would go to the movies during work time like like down the block oh, i like an idiot i just that's when i the time i used to study for the cpa exam and then what? oh my god yeah, i know <laughs> you could have been writing a great pilot bro I, you know i know i know uh so yeah it was it was it was bullshit and i was just like this is insane i'm just wasting my life in a windowless yeah. basement like literally doing nothing and getting paid fine like you're sure i'm getting paid and it's and i know that many people would kill to be in that position to do sure. nothing for and get paid like decent money but i was just like i can't like see myself doing this in two years let alone yeah 50 years from now Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, so I kind of just, and then I, I kind of just like tried to figure out what can I do? I knew like, I liked writing from just, you know, yeah. co- like high school and stuff. I ended up like finding like an entry level advertising job after yeah. that, uh, which like gave me way more time. And then that's when I yeah. started like taking UCB classes and stuff. I'd sketch classes, um, yep. eventually like got on a sketch team at the pit and then we would just have our meetings at my office the advertising office dude yeah oh my god <laughs> which, we did which, that Mike. what agency did you work for <laughs> yeah uh it was uh universal mccann yeah oh i worked yeah. at mccann there you go oh, shit. i worked at no, mccann we're probably in the same building <laughs> we're probably in the same building and i would definitely hold tons of meetings at this mccann building i mean that's oh, yeah. like the, the big value of that is just like 
is, is like you can fuck around and have people come over and like the senior oh, yeah. people kind of kind of turn a blind eye to it. There's like, whatever, I don't care. I'm getting drunk and having an affair with the intern. So like, you know, th- that's what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. Um, is it great? Yeah. My sketch team like will get to eat the leftover food from all yes. the meetings. <laughs> so funny. Dude, I literally all of our sketches that me and Mike filmed from yes. like 2016. It's all in my office at Columbus yes. Circle. <laughs> yeah. All of them. All we of our film sketches on the weekends. Um, yeah, I, we, we kind of wanted to ask you about, okay, so what I found is, you know, Mike and I, we do stand up and that's how we're, that's kind of our like main mode of transportation to other jobs and stuff. But when I first got to the writing room at Corden, I was so shocked that like there were so few standups and a lot of people were just like, yep, I'm just a writer. And I'm like, oh, are you big on Twitter? Like, no. And I'm like, do you do improv? They're like, no. And I'm like, I'm just a writer. And I, you, I know you did a little bit of sketch. But I'm just just genuinely curious to know, like, how do how did you kind of like stand out? Because I feel at least with stand up, you can get a late night set or a Comedy Central set and kind of be like, hey, this is me doing something on television. Um, but with if you're just like a writer, I have no idea how you even break yeah. into the industry because this is, this is an industry that has like such a high barrier to entry. Yeah. Honestly, probably harder than getting into Harvard. If I'm being completely honest, like it's very very hard to get into. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to kind of like, I, yeah. this is just for my curiosity, but how do you yeah. even like go well, about doing something like that? If, if The good thing is if you do get into Harvard, then it's very easy to get into this industry. That is true. Ah, That's true. That is true. Point. 100%. Yeah, 100%. Nice. So first, um, get into Harvard. That's the, the <laughs> yeah. easy part is That's to get into Harvard. Part. That's the, the first step. Yeah. Ah, yes. That's hilarious. That's yeah. great. Um, you know, I think I just got really lucky with like a bunch of things. Like I a sketch that I wrote got into like an NBC sketch showcase thing that oh, awesome. like then I got into the late night writers workshop because they knew me. And then the late mm. night writers workshop is like a thing that trains you to write for late night. That's all it is. And then, and then, you know, I go from that to like, <laughs> then I was a writer's assistant at WWE for a little bit. Uh, and then like, oh, which gave go. me a, a lot of stories to talk to people about. And yep. then, uh, I went from that to like working on, I was writing for Vulture this whole time. Then I yeah. like through Vulture, like I got connected with like, with Keenan Thompson and we worked on a project together and that was really cool. Whoa. Yeah. That's awesome. And so, yeah, I just like lucked into a series of things. I guess like the writing was strong enough to like get the attention of like certain people. And then eventually like I was just submitting packets constantly. Like yep. last week tonight packet was like my 26 packet, I think mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I done. Yeah. And that's yeah. just like the game. That's, that's like, yeah. that's just how to, how you like stay in, the, how you get one of these jobs is just to, like, fucking apply just, just apply right, right yeah so i mean you know like um it, it is interesting because i i mean i haven't i haven't d- done that many packets but you know I, i've submitted a bunch and actually was i was surprised to find that most writers in uh in in late night but also in, in a lot of different places are are not stand-ups right and uh, people I, I, people are sometimes surprised to hear that too um and i always say I always have to think like, yeah, stand up is kind of like a different art form. Yes, you know how to write jokes, but to like put together a packet is in and of itself kind of its own skill. And I was submitting a bunch, and this is during the pandemic, so I got depressed. But I didn't want to submit anymore. I remember there was one that went out, and I was I remember typing this the thing. John Stewart one. Oh my god, <laughs> the, the essay that I there was like a monologue thing you're supposed to write, and I swear to God that last half of it was just me complaining to. <laughs> whoever would read this. I was like, please send help. You know, like I just, <laughs> I just couldn't do it. And I don't know, how do you kind of stay f- fresh? Because for me as, as a, as a standup, you know, I try to focus on, you know, oh, this is like a fun thing I'm going to try tonight. You know, I'm going to do this. 
And that keeps me grounded in the process yeah. of like, I'm going to write this fun bit. Or sometimes I just focus on the performance aspect. I'm just like, I'm going to have fun, try to have fun tonight. But like when I'm writing these packets, I'm like, okay, this is like, you know, the 500th monologue joke I got to write. And I got to come up with this weird desk bit. And then I got to also submit something else. And it, it got so mechanical for me, you know? And again, I haven't written that many, but you know, how do you try to keep it fresh in your mind? You know, what's the process for a person who's just at their desk? Yeah, that that's like, I hear that question from so many people now because like, you know, the jobs are so few and far between that yeah, like when yeah. they do come, especially the John Stewart thing, there are so many people applying and no, you, see the t- you see yeah. the tweets and you're just like, why am I even bothering with this? Like they're fucking, there's like a million people applying. Um, I think like you just, and like, this is going to sound lame, but like just trying to be like, all right, if like, there's like one joke in here that's funnier than whatever I submitted on the last packet, like that means I'm getting better at this. And, and then that means that the next packet will be better than, than, than this one. And, and also like trying to get as many people to read it as you, as you can and like get notes on, on your stuff too. Mm -hmm. Even if like, even after you submit it and then you know did it get rejected like still yep. even asking people just to be like hey just like how can i improve this because you know nobody's gonna submit a perfect packet and like what you were saying about about your per- just trying to be fun with the performance or whatever i think that's what like you got to do in a package just mm-hmm. like have fun with it because if you're mm-hmm. not if you're just trying to like i'm just gonna write these like boring monologue yeah. jokes that are in the yeah. voice of whoever like mm-hmm. that's you know it's not gonna like you're not gonna have fun and they're not gonna have fun reading it and, mm-hmm. and then your voice is not going to come out. Like, the, tr- the trickiest part with these late night jobs, as you were just talking about, Fumi, with Jeff Myers, like, it's just hard. <laughs> it's, like, so hard to get in the voice of a different yes. person. Yes. As when, when your cultural experience is so much different from them. Oh, yeah. I mean, do you find that, like, how's that been for you? I mean, obviously, like, it's, it's, I think it's something you can learn how to do. But as a stand-up, Sometimes it's scary because I don't want to lose my voice, but I don't know. I, I'm curious to see. I'm curious to hear what you think because maybe as a writer, if you're just a writer person, you want to kind of be like a Swiss Army knife and be like, I can write for this and her, and you know what I mean, like all over the place. Where I want to be able to do that, but also like my main knife, my my fucking katana. That's the Fumi katana. <laughs> that's the most important one. You know what I mean? So I want to always. I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense, yeah. but like that. That's what I'm always afraid of. Is I don't want to be that guy who just gets really good at writing for this one person. Yeah. For other, yeah. For other people. Yeah. Well, what is Jeff Myers? What? Been like a hunting knife or something <laughs> <laughs> no he, he jeff myers is like the uh, you know the fork you use when you barbecue and you like turn oh, it yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 he's got that's that it. guy that's yeah, it's not a katana blade yeah yeah that's jeff yeah. Myers. uh yeah um i think i think like it's just like you have to develop both skills i i think yeah, you know yeah, like yeah. and 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 the sad part is about like late night now is like you have to like the odds are you'll be writing for a white guy like a white older guy and like yeah. i'm i'm very happy at my show like john's great yeah. and and, yep, and everybody's yep. is awesome Disclaimer. but like yep you know it's just like that's just the the landscape right now and hopefully that'll change yep. in a few years hopefully one of you guys will have a fucking desk but like uh you know i think that it's just like a unfortunately a skill that like needs to be like both of them and right. and i think to like keep mm, my great. own voice going i like i'm working on like pilots of my own and stuff in my free time and trying to like keep that skill sharp yeah 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 Yeah. working on working on that working on that voice cpa you know right Right. that's what you're doing right as you're as you're doing your thing yeah you can those things like i find some like a little bit of like in in pilots like it's a lot of uh 
I, I was able to study for the CPA. It's a lot of like, okay, this, you got to do this. And then you got to do this. It's like a very structured thing. Yeah. Like the only thing I miss from these old jobs is Microsoft Excel. <laughs> <laughs> you a big Excel guy? I why, love why? Excel. Why, 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 yeah. What it, There's yeah, like ahead. an art form to it. You get to like, you make like yeah. a nice pivot table or like you oh, get yeah, some dude. good formulas and you, you like, you get a real little conditional for formatting. Yes. 100%. Oh my Bro. God. Yo. It's the best. Yo. Yeah. I, I truly believe Microsoft Excel is like one of the most important contributions like Bill Gates has ever released into this world. Like it really <laughs> changed. It really changed the way people work. And I still like, even to this day, like I remember like uh, when I had roommates um, I got really excited about um, making a Google Sheet expense sheet so that we can all put in our expenses and I would put in formulas and we divide it by like equal yeah, and yeah, tell yeah, us yeah. how much we need to Venmo each other. I, fuck, I I do miss that about these writing jobs. No, Not a lot of Excel um, at Corden. I'll be honest with you. Not, no, not, not a lot of Excel. Not a lot of Excel happening. You got to make like um, a formula for the punchlines. Oh, dude. I yeah, 100% nice. think there Shit. could be something like yeah. that. If you figure, you know, like an if-then statement that you throw in there and then, yeah. you know, and, and then uh, my, my favorite thing is always to... Uh, my favorite function is concatenate. I love concatenate. I don't know why. Why? Oh. Why? When do you? That's why? I just love it. It's like such a big word for something so simple. Is that's like the put one that like puts the that. words together? Right? Yeah. It just put things together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why. I I I I've also have never heard that word outside of Excel before. I almost think yeah. that it's a word that Excel made up to put this together. And I was like, this oh, is yeah. not real. This is crazy. I love it. We welcome. Well, we're now the Excel Microsoft Excel podcast, and yeah. if you're enjoying it, please uh, you know subscribe. Um, uh, we do want to. We do want to ask you this too, because you you work for John Oliver, and you know you cover like John Oliver gets into the news like real deep. You know, you'll cover one topic for like thirty minutes, real deep, and you know, just as an example, you know, there's been a lot of bad news this week. You know, and I feel like at least at my show, like my show is less like racial injustice headlines more um trees that look like penis headlines because that's just that's just kind of like <laughs> james the vibe. vibe this is the vibe but, but john oliver is like let's talk about you know stop asian hate let's talk about let's talk you know, about assault rifles in, in, yeah yeah just the american justice system you know the court system you know and um how do you fucking stay sane through all that because you you, you do have to bro. go every week every week in is the, the, john the oliver, same thing yeah uh, john oliver covers the saddest shit every week very, i mean very <laughs> rarely do i see you guys covering a tree that looks like a penis that's very that's really fun you guys need you know? to get more yeah. into that yeah yeah it is very debatable whether we have a comedy show or not. <laughs> uh, but i think yeah it's like we're on hiatus right now and that's when i completely disconnect from the news i try to yes. like, stay off social media as much as i can and like even even during the season when i'm like not working on something that's like topical to that week i'll just try to not look at the news and yeah. i mean you know sometimes it's unavoidable obviously but like sure it's just it's just exhausting and and you know you just got to like take care of yourself and watch like a shitty shitty action movie from the 80s to like cleanse from a lot of that <laughs> what's the move what's what's the uh, shitty action uh, 80s uh movie i mean on the, on the plane over i was watching predator uh the okay. original yeah. predator classic original the, predator you can't yep. beat that movie yeah you son of a bitch yeah yes. yeah fuck yeah dude hell yeah that's a good one i'm a i'm a i'm also i'm i'm a i'm a commando guy oh, you ever, you commando, ever commando? Yes. we're at the beginning and he like cuts down the tree and then carries it on his shoulder <laughs> yes and then he picks up the <laughs> telephone booth and throws it at the mall <laughs> yeah you know how you learn that in delta force you know like uh okay we're a uh, gentleman we're gonna pick up phone boost and throw that tactically tactical <laughs> a tactical move um john I matrix love it. is his name yeah yeah no, john matrix, matrix is his name <laughs> um 
I, uh, all, you know, so it's it's crazy to me too. We're doing all sorts of research, and um, I finally followed you back on on Instagram. I, I oh, apologize fuck. for not following you back, Mike. You've been dis- you, you have been How disrespecting you? your guest I left just, and right. I'm real I'll bad. I'll be honest. At- yeah, last last week he was like, we had you Dana Dolly on. He was like, you know what? I fucking blocked you. I blocked I Dana for a while. I couldn't stand it. She said that to her face. <laughs> I did. She was just because you know what it was. It was like I was like I didn't realize that this was just a character, and she's actually a very sweet person. So now I follow her. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, here's, you know, what fucked me up though, is that somebody told me about having a good ratio and now I'm always obsessed with that. I'm like, Oh, do I have, do I, am I following too many people? Uh, that conversation is so 2017. I got in the game. You're right. You're right. Um, Mark, we, we read that, um, this is nothing with anything we're talking about. We read that, um, when you first started comedy, you were writing some problematic sketches, uh, that had to do with Asians. Yeah. And we wanted to ask you what they were because I feel with a- Asian jokes don't age really well because everything is moving so fast. Do you remember? Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't. This is just. Well, I don't know where we got this from, Mike. Our producer <laughs> said you wrote some problematic sketches, and we're like, let's see what that was. Did was you write any sketches with Asian characters in 2015? Like, I bet I bet they're problematic by default. In 2015, I think. Uh, what she had seen maybe was a sketch we had written. Uh, it doesn't have to do with Asian characters, I don't think. But there, it was oh, okay. a it was a minion sketch. Uh, okay. Already where, problematic. Yep. Yes, very problematic. <laughs> um, basically, and so the for our sketch show, one of the writers had two kids, um, and so we did the show for the for the kids. And in my min- minion sketch, um, it was just like three people dressed as minions, you know, doing like minion stuff on stage in minion language but we had yep. like subtitles behind them and they, they were uh. doing all fucked up stuff like you know saying they were working for isis and all that kind of stuff uh <laughs> that's because, not problematic yeah that's no, funny. because that's the kids problem. couldn't that's read funny. yeah uh, oh, i think okay. I yeah there's something about a minion clitoris in there i think Maybe okay that, there you yeah. go that's good that's good i like that um i like that yeah as soon as you said minion clitoris we were just like nope not problematic good good no. to go good to go yeah Completely fine. Do, do you have, Mike, do you have any expired Asian jokes? I do have, I would love to do my Asian accent joke again. I can't. I don't, th- I don't think that's expired. I don't know. I'm, I'm just careful with it. I feel it's kind of like uranium, you know? Yeah. Maybe in this, in a certain form, it's safe. Yeah. And yeah, in yeah, other yeah, forms, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. it could like, you know, become fucking like, you know, it'll, it'll turn me into yeah. ash or whatever. I, I could just, I could just see like a Gen Z audience, Asian Gen Z audience member taping it and then just, just do just taping your accent part and then canceling yeah. you on TikTok. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. You know, I, yeah. you know, yeah. I feel, I feel if you, it's one of those things. If you, you got to experience the whole thing. If you experience just a part of it, you'll turn into dust. But if you hear the whole thing, you get get raised to another level. I have no idea. Yeah. Just like I mean uranium. that. Did, did did listeners know that joke? I feel like that joke really elevated you to the next level back in the open mic days. It did. It really did. And I don't know if it's because white people thought it was really funny. You know what I'm saying? See, I, that's, I always the, think about that's, that. That's the thing. Is, I always think um, about that. It, it worked with, every time, and I've done but, it. But you don't know why they're laughing. I'm I laughing don't. for the same reason you're laughing, but they're they might be laughing because of the acoustics of the of the accent. Yes, right? just yes. just you doing an accent, and that's that's problematic. And 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 the thing for me is that I try to make it so that it's clear that this is not a real accent. I do a racist accent on purpose. Do you know? But then. Yeah. You know, that's what I'm saying. You know, it's it might be too it might be too I don't even say powerful. It's just like it's just it's like, you know, you got a like you got a vial full of Ebola, okay? You know, maybe yeah. you don't want to be carrying that around. Um it is, yeah, but you. it is scary. Yeah. yeah. Um I this isn't like a huge joke, but I used to have this throwaway line where I would say like um I have a girlfriend, um she's white and I'd be like, "Thank you so much." 
and people would <laughs> laugh because yeah. because back then it's like oh haha like because nobody wants to date Asian guys, but now but you can actually update. I think I'm I'm all about updating shit. Now you can be like. I have a white girlfriend, and that's on me. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, you know? yeah. You can say you that, that because you can flip you can it because that. now white women aren't popular, you know? So, like, <laughs> I, I feel like you could take a lot of the premises, you can, like, update it. So, I, I don't know. Maybe you can update your, your accent joke. Maybe I don't know. so. I, I'd have to do it in, like, a very safe, like, level four bio, bio lab. You know, I yeah, don't know yeah, what yeah. that looks like, but maybe it's, yeah. you, maybe it's just you guys in a closed room and you guys send, sign NDAs, and then I could try it. You know, okay. that's the only way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm down. Let's talk about the gift that keeps on giving. Hello, Toshiba Day. It cleans your butt way better than wiping, cuts your toilet paper use down by 80%, saves trees, and all the thousands of gallons of water used to convert them into toilet paper. And it comes with a book full of poop jokes. My butt is in love. Guys, here at Asian Not Asian, uh, we love Tushi. Mike and I both use it. And if you're wondering, guys, why, why are you guys always in sync? Why are you guys, the banter is amazing. You guys are so freaking funny. What is your secret? Well, it's because we have clean butts. That is our secret. The Hello Tushi Bidet washes your bum with fresh water for a way better clean than toilet paper. Make the restroom your best room with the complete Tushi system, including the Tushi Bidet attachment ottoman. It's got an ottoman. Oh, my God. Toilet brush and tushy stand and tissues. Join the millions of happy Hello Tushy customers right now who take care of their Yule logs the dignified way. Give the gift of a clean bum to yourself and your loved ones this holiday season and get 10% off plus free shipping right now at hellotushy.com slash ANA. That's hellotushy.com slash ANA for 10% off and free shipping. Whoa, what was Whoa, that? Hey, what crazy. is that sound? It's nice. It's the sound of another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business. So upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronized online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibility. I love how Shopify has the tools and resources to make it easy for any business to succeed from down the street to around the globe. Like mine, Shopify powers over 1.7 million businesses from first sale to full scale. Reach customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. Gain insights as you grow with detailed reporting of conversion rates, profit margins, and beyond. More than a store, Shopify grows with you. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Go to shopify.com slash Asian, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash Asian right now. Shopify.com slash Asian. You know, so speaking of, of things kind of evolving and changing, we're going to get to everyone's favorite segment. It is Das Race das News. Das Race News. Hey. And today we're going to talk about, um, you know, the Sesame Street debuts. I'm going to read this from AP. Uh, Sesame Street debuts Ji Young, first Asian American Muppet. Okay. And uh, mm -hmm. at seven years old, Ji Young is making history as the first Asian American Muppet in the Sesame Street canon. She's Korean American, has two passions rocking out on her electric guitar and skateboarding. The children's TV program, which aired 20, uh, 50 years ago, uh, you know, is, uh, you know, they, they kind of go in and talk to her about it. So um, it's cool. I mean, it's super cute. I, you know, Ji Young. I think, too, it was good because they made this person Korean American, like very specifically Asian American. So into, into playing uh, guitar and into skateboarding, you know, she already sounds like a cool Gen Z kid who yeah. has more Instagram followers than us. Um, and I love it. I'm I'm a big fan. I don't know, Mark. Have you you know Have you heard about this? Yeah, yeah, I heard about it. 
yeah i i mean yeah it's cool sesame street is not for me like i'm not watching sesame street still <laughs> so like I, I get it i get that like this is cool for like kids who are watching it and it's great for like the to this generation growing up i also think it's kind of weird that like you know we're specifying like her yeah. race and then like Ernie's just like Ernie and yeah Oscar the Grouch yeah. is just like yeah. a garbage person and, <laughs> and so we're to assume that like they're just default puppet or whatever whatever right. that default is which is if we're doing this like comparison to race then that's white mm. and then yeah. it just like feels like then we're not talking about like what race means like connected with other races it's just like and this is just one Korean person that hangs out with Big Bird right Great, great mm. point. Great point. I, I actually I don't know how Sesame Street work. Like, are are they uh, are there other characters who ra- whose races are revealed? Like somebody who's African American, or is that a thing? Or is she the only one? It's like because I know they're like because I always assumed Sesame Street was kind of like any children's show where it's like there's some humans and there's some creatures, and the creatures are they're not any race because it's like a bird or like a guy who lives in a trash can, and then the humans can have races. So do they not do like? Is is Bert not? I don't know. He's yellow, but I, you know, did, there, is she the only person yeah. that are like this? Is no, there are like there are there are Muppets of different eth- uh, races. You know, okay. um, sometimes uh, they, I think you know, previously they may not have been like, you know, uh, um, like really identifiably, you know, a certain race, but like they they're either like supposed to be this race or like it's kind of like you know the things they talk about are about a certain race. So, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, it's not and, and, and for sure, diversity is like a thing that Sesame Street always does. Like yeah. it, like all yeah. the humans that are on there are like all the different kinds of races. And I remember growing up watching this and they would, you know, sometimes there would be a section and they would be they would the people would be speaking in Spanish and stuff like that. And like as a, as a kid, you're like, OK, all different kinds of races, all different kinds of things. People are upset about it. Uh, the um, some Republicans are real. They're, they're saying that Sesame Street got too woke. And um, yeah. they are they are saying that uh, Ernie is uh, what what race is Ernie, and some people are and then people are countering and saying, well, Ernie's clearly Filipino, right? I don't yes. know, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it does feel right. I don't know. I wanted to ask Mark if if you if you ever have ever heard that Ernie is Filipino or if he, he's giving you a Filipino vibe. I mean, I heard that from CJ Toledano tweeted that, and 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 yeah, he's right. He Ernie's absolutely <laughs> Filipino. Ernie is. I have an Ernie is is in this closet. No there's shit. A, there's an Ernie Whoa, doll. That's that our I new was, guest. That's a new uh, guest. Put him on right now. Yeah. No. Go ahead, Mark. I was like sucking on Ernie as a child. Like you know, he's just like a beat up like doll that I would love. Oh. That I loved like way too old. And he's yeah. We didn't throw him away. But yeah, he's absolutely Filipino. Well, are, are people saying that because of something he does, or like what what is it about? Because I don't watch the show. You just look at it. Like you just look at it. Is it just a purely skin color thing? Is that what it is? Yeah, but he's got he's got like an outfit, he's got a red nose, so he's been drinking. (laughs) Like his his vibe his vibe is kind of Filipino, you know? He's yeah, he's like he's like a chill I don't wanna say uncle, but like, you know, he's 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 got the the mellowness, you know. I I could see if if I were to turn Mark into a Muppet, he would just become Ernie. You know what I'm saying? Mm, Like just mm, like mm, with 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 a mustache outfield, right? Yeah. That's that's amazing. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. This is kind of like um, you know black people claim Piccolo as being black from the yeah. Japanese anime Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, Asian absolutely. people are gonna go ahead and claim Ernie. The CPAC is so mad right now. There's a guy named Matt Schlepp, which don't ever listen to a guy named fucking. Come Schlepp. on, what a, come on, that's like a fake name, Anyways, man. Oh come on, right, okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's the whole movement of like it's like him and then like Ted Cruz was upset that Big Bird was getting vaccinated. It's like they think it's like a woke <laughs> thing happening. Um, 
But it, I think it'd be so funny if Sesame just came out or like, actually, all of her characters are Asian. Thank you so much for uh, doing the podcast. Do you have anything you'd like to plug? Where can our listeners find you in your work? Uh, well, thank you guys for having me. It's, it's been great to be on the show. I've been listening to you guys for a couple of years now. and like, Oh, my uh, God. It's been great to see how you guys have like blown up. It's awesome. Blown up? We um, haven't got nowhere. Look no, at us. No, look, no, we're no. still looking. We're really, like, this we really mess. Look at us. We're up. still like we're, <laughs> <laughs> we're terrible. We're still using the same tech. Oh my god. Okay, go ahead. No. It's, it's, uh, it's 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 what we love to see is our fans become more successful than us. That's what we love. <laughs> yeah, Mark, yeah, baby, yeah. <laughs> you're, All right. you're gonna well, do I it. Hope, I hope this episode, you know, inspires our other fans to win Emmys and <laughs> join late night staffs. Uh, but but yeah, just follow me at, at on uh, at Kramer Cram on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, there, I wrote for this book uh, that's coming out next year called uh, by MTV Books called "Growing Up in Asian America." I believe is awesome. the title. It's like a compilation of essays by a bunch of people that are better writers than me. Uh, and yeah, so uh, that should be fun. And please follow us on all the platforms at Asian That Asian Pod. I'm also on there at the uh, the Fumi Abe. That's T H E F U M I A B E. And you can find me on Instagram at Nice Pants Bro. If you're um. Uh, going to be in New York City December 16th uh, Hack City it's a Thursday is, it's a Thursday it's going to be happening at Union Hall um, so check out there should be uh, tickets uh, if you just look up Hack City uh, Union Hall um, again that's December 16th and it'll be a lot of fun so come check that check out check that out um, I think that's it Mark thank you so much for uh, Mark, being on the show I do got yeah. one question what is your favorite Excel function Oh my what was god! It? What was the my... one? What was the one? You know, it's mm. been so long since I've used I've used one. But uh, all right, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna give you uh, an answer here real quick. Uh, yeah, no problem. I, I mean, uh, this I don't remember the function, but pivot table. It's pivot tables. Pivot tables. Uh, pivot are tables. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Pivot it's amazing. Tables. It's incredible. It's like a next level. One hundred percent. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm I'm a little embarrassed to say that I've only made one once, and I wow. didn't know how it worked. I. Like I did it, I followed the directions and it was doing the thing, but I, I still like conceptually was just like, what's happening? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I, I feel like I, w yeah, I was a caveman. Yeah. I discovered fire, but I didn't really understand what I had done. You got to level up your, your I really Excel do. Game. Yeah. I do. I do. <laughs> Write a book about Excel. I would read the shit out okay. of that, Mark. Okay. Yeah, hell yeah. Hell I'll, yeah. I'll do that. <laughs> All right. Well, check out uh, this uh, Excel book coming out. Um, uh, brought to you by Mark Kramer soon. And uh, until then, uh, we love you. And Bye. we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.